listening to the Embassy Church Podcast. And here is today's message. So we're going to start again in um, Joshua. Last week we were in Joshua 3. And uh, just talking about what the Lord has been has been showing me for us, for our church, for this season that we're in. And, and again, we're going to go into Joshua 4. You can turn the lights on, please. Um, going into Joshua 4 again of what the Lord's showing us for this season that we're in. And I was thinking about it this morning and thinking about in Proverbs where it says it's important um, to know the season that you're in, the significance of the season that you're in. That's what it says in the Passion Translation. To know what's going on, what season am I in? Um, because there's always different, I think it's Ecclesiastes, you know, there's a time to laugh and there's a time to mourn and there's a time to reap and there's a time to heart, there's a time to plant and there's a time to reap and there's different seasons, what season are we in? And so we're going to talk about that this morning. In Joshua 4, we'll start right at the beginning and we're just going to go through the chapter. It says, when all the people had crossed to Jordan, remember last week we were, um, we were talking about them getting ready. They were just about to cross the Jordan. And the Lord showed up, gave them specific instructions as they began to cross over. And uh, they had to leave their positions. We talked about that last week, leaving the positions that we were walking into a season of repositioning. And so now they are in the middle, they're, they're in the middle of crossing over and this is where we come in. So when all the people had crossed the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, now choose 12 men, one from each tribe and tell them, take 12 stones from the very place where the priests are standing in the middle of the Jordan. Carry them up, and carry them out and pile them up in the place where you will camp tonight. So Joshua called together the 12 men he had chosen, one from each of the tribes of Israel. He told them, go into the middle of the Jordan in front of the ark of the Lord your God. Each of you must pick up one stone and carry it on your shoulders and 12 stones in all. One for each of the 12 tribes of Israel. We will use these stones to build a memorial. And this is these next words. We will use these stones to build a memorial. Right after that, it says, in the future. Those important words, in the future. Your children will ask you, what do these stones mean? And then you can tell them, they remind us that the Jordan River stopped flowing when the Ark of the Lord's Covenant went across. These stones will stand as a memorial among the people of Israel forever in the future was something that stood out to me as I was reading this because I felt like a lot of times when we're going through transition or or we're even going through hard things or we're walking through it we just want to get through it and I just felt like the Lord say recognize the significance of the moment that you're in that this is about future things this is about generational things and so sometimes we get lost in what's actually going on in the time just to get me through this but the Lord says that this is about the future this is about future generations you know that God is generational right 
There are, there are things that, there are people that have gone ahead of me, that have gone ahead of you, that have brought, been able and gone and paved a way to bring us to the place that we are. They have walked through things to get us to the places that we are now today. And there are things that we are walking through today that's generational. That we're building something for generations to come. And I know we've put a lot of, of emphasis on the Young Adults Conference that's coming up, but I, I really think that there's just... I'm trying to think of a, I'm trying to think of a coincidence. There's no coincidence of the timing of it right now because it's generational. God's doing something. God's working amongst us. And so the, the importance of it, that we're building something. I felt like the Lord said, don't get sidetracked. Don't get sidetracked by all the moving things, all the moving parts going on. Know the significance of the moment that you're in. Then in verse 8, it goes on and says, So the men did as Joshua had commanded them. They took 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan River, one for each tribe, just as the Lord had told Joshua. They carried them to the place where they camped for the night and constructed a memorial there. Joshua also set up another pile of stones in the middle of the Jordan at the place where the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant were standing and they are there to this day. The priests who were carrying the ark stood in the middle of the river until all of the Lord's commands that Moses had been given to Joshua were carried out. And I read this, this portion and recognizing that they were being very strategic in what they were doing. That the Lord had given commands. We'd read uh, last week, the Lord had given specific commands to them as to how they were going to carry out this transitional time. And they were being very strategic. At the end of this verse, it says, just as the Lord had commanded them to do. That they were obeying everything that he said. And... And just as us recognizing the moment and the strategic time that we were in, that we would be so close. We talked about this last week, but so close to obeying what it is that the Lord is saying to us in this moment. And so I don't know what it is for you in this moment. If the Lord is speaking to you and he's talking to your heart and saying, hey, this is what I want your next move to be, or this is what I want you to let go of or whatever it is, but that you would follow through what the Lord is saying, because this is a very strategic time. What is God saying to you? What's he impressing on your heart? Let me just say this. Sometimes you, you hear, you know, people say, well, I don't hear from God. Um, it's not always an audible voice. In fact, a lot of the times it's not an audible voice. It's a stirring inside of you that's, that's hey, I've been thinking about this lots lately. I, I, I feel like, I don't know why I feel like this, but I feel like... Um, that the Lord is at, or I feel like I should not be doing this anymore. Suddenly what I used to do seemed fine and now all of a sudden it's not okay anymore. That's a lot of times the impression of the Holy Spirit. So when we say the Lord is speaking, it's not that we're hearing all the time an audible voice speaking. It's that there's, a, there's an impression being left on our hearts to follow the Spirit of God. 
And so they were being very strategic in this moment of following through everything that the Lord was asking them to do. But notice that in the middle of this miracle, they, they started to build a memorial. They started to, to recognize and remember that we're gonna remember the significance of this moment. And I was thinking about this as we read this story, or we read the story of them even crossing the Red Sea. We're like, wow, cool, you know, it was dry land and the, there was, you know, the water was split in half and they were walking through and they were probably like, this is so cool. And I think about it and I'm like, you know what? I don't know if they were. I think that they, that, that it was like probably an awe moment where they were like, oh my gosh. But then I think as they began to walk, they were terrified that that water was gonna collapse on them at any time. Like they'd never gone that way before. They'd never seen it before. So they're walking through it in the middle of a miracle, but still looking at it like, I don't know what happens next. I don't even know where we're crossing to. I don't even know what comes next from this. But in this story, the Lord says, I want you in the middle of the miracle to build a memorial. To recognize that it, it, it may feel scary what you're walking through. There may be so many unknowns what you're walking through, but stop in this moment and worship God in this moment. That it may be the middle of something that you're going through and you don't even know what the end looks like. Make sure that in this moment, we are worshiping God in the middle of it, thanking him for what he's doing, building a memorial for what's going on. Because God, I'm looking, I don't know what the future looks like, but you've said in the future, when the, when the, when another generation looks, you'll look back and say, this is what God did. So I don't fully know all that you're doing, but I'm gonna stop in this moment and give you thanks and recognize that I'm gonna get through this. Build the memorial in this moment. Don't just try to get through it. Don't just try to get to the other side, that we stop in this moment and say, God, I can't see the end. I don't know what comes next, but I know that there's significance in this. It may be painful right now, it may hurt what it is that I'm going through, but I am building this in this moment to give you thanks. And I know that I'm gonna tell other generations about this time. When I felt like there was loss, when I felt the uncomfortableness of the situation, when I felt the pain of it, the grief of it, I'm going to remember this moment. And I'm giving you glory in this moment. We'll build a memorial. I think sometimes when you're in the middle of the miracle or you're in the middle of crossing over and getting to the next place you don't 
often see the miracle. It's kind of when you look back and you're like, oh, hey, look what God did. Have you ever had that? <laughs> or you're like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how this works out. I'm terrified. And then all of a sudden, one day, you look back and you're like, hey, I got through that. So important to know that even if there's so many unknowns, worship him. Worship him. Don't just worship him to get out of the problem. <laughs> worship him because he's good. Meanwhile, the people hurried across the riverbed, verse 11. And when everyone was safely on the other side, the priest crossed over with the ark and the Lord, with the ark of the Lord as the people watched. Verse 12, the armed warriors from the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh led the Israelites across the Jordan, just as Moses had directed. Verse 13, this is important. These armed men, about 40,000 strong, were ready for battle. And the Lord was with them as they crossed over to the plains of Jericho. These men, these soldiers were ready as they crossed over, were ready for battle. And I felt the Lord say, I was reading that, I, I felt him say that they were strengthened in their hearts by the miracle, but it was actually in the crossing over that they became ready for battle. That as they began to cross over, they're following the presence of God, they were seeing the miracle, but as they crossed over, they were made ready for battle. And I know that I said this, that we are transitioning from one time to another time. We are transitioning from one place to the next place and that there's a shift taking place. And often when there's a shift taking place, as you're walking over to something, it's uncomfortable, it's painful, there's things that have to be let go of, it feels hard. And in this moment, you would say to yourself, I feel weak. I don't feel like there's a strengthening taking place. And the Lord say, I am strengthening you. It's in the crossover. It's as you are walking from this, in this transition that the Lord is strengthening you in this moment. And I felt like some people were just like, I, I feel weak. I don't even know if I can make this transition. Hear me, the Lord is strengthening you. I don't know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a fitness trainer. I do work out a little bit, but not enough to educate anybody on it. But I do know this, that when you are doing reps with weights, it's not the first three, four, five that really matter. It's those last ones when your muscles are fatigued and you don't feel like you can lift any more is where you are getting strengthened. The Lord is strengthening you right now as you're walking into this transition. As you are being repositioned. Then he goes, verse 14. That day, 
The Lord made Joshua a great leader in the eyes of the Israelites, and for the rest of his life, they revered him as much as they had revered Moses. That day, the day of the crossing over on that day. See, at the beginning of Joshua, God shows up and he says to Joshua, don't fear, be strong, be courageous. I got you. You're going to be a great leader. You're going to lead the people. But it actually had to get to this place of following and being strategic and recognizing what God was saying as they were crossing over into this place where all of a sudden it shows up and says that day. It was that day that Joshua was made a great leader. Again, not recognizing the significance of the moment that we're in. That God is building and God is making something in you. Keep walking, keep going. I heard the Lord say that the enemy is trying to steal finish lines in this moment. That we're walking and you're, and you're trying to come through this transition and this place and it feels hard and, and, and there's a temptation to want to give up, to stop. Some of you are even, some of you are going through things that are so painful and so heavy that you're even contemplating, I, I actually am okay if I die. It's actually okay if I just am not a part of this world. I'm not saying you want to kill yourself, but you're like, I'm okay because it's so painful. Some of you want to revert back. You just want to go back to what was because it's, it's so hard. Listen to me, the enemy is trying to steal finish lines, causing confusion to come in and causing you to be distracted in your thinking or to veer off from what the word of the Lord says, what the Bible says. You're like, well, maybe I could compromise a little bit here or there. Do not do it. Not in this time. The Lord says that the enemy is trying to steal your finish line. In Philippians um, 3 verse 12, it says this in the voice. Paul says this, I'm not there yet, nor have I become perfect, but I am charging on to gain anything and everything the anointed one Jesus has in store for me. It should be us. I want anything and I want everything that Jesus has for me and nothing will stand in my way because he has grabbed me and won't let me go. Brothers and sisters, as I said, I know I have not arrived, but there is one thing I am doing. I am leaving my old life behind, putting everything on the line for this mission. I am sprinting toward the only goal that counts to cross the line, to win the prize, and to hear God's call to resurrection life found exclusively in Jesus. The one thing to cross the line. I'm going to keep moving forward no matter how uncomfortable this season is, no matter how much this season hurts, I'm going to keep moving forward because I have a call on my life. You have a call on your life. We have a purpose. We're gonna keep moving forward. Then in verse 15, it says, the Lord had said to Joshua, Command the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant to come up out of the riverbed. He said, command them, command the priests to come up out. And those are the words that I heard him. 
come up out. See, in this was, they were, the priests were doing what the Lord had said. It was what they were supposed to be doing at that time. But then the Lord says, shows up and says, now command them to come up out. And I felt like for us that there has been things that the Lord has spoken over you, spoken over this church, spoken over us and said, this is what you will do in this time and this is how it'll be. And now the Lord shows up again and says, now it's time to come up out of that. And see, there's a lot of times where we get into that place of this is, this is what the Lord has asked us to do and this is comfortable and we like it like this and this is how it's gonna be. And then the Lord shows up and says, okay, that's what was. I'm doing a new thing. Now it's time for you to come up out of that place. And I heard the Lord say that this is the, this is the space that you're in right now. It's time for you to come up out. Come up out. And I heard the Lord say, I'm commanding us to come out of that place. It's the same as that repositioning that takes place, that it's time for you to let go of what was. I'm transitioning you from one place to the next, but there's things that you got to let go of. And maybe it's even different for you. Maybe there's some of some things that it is that it was great and it was a great season and the Lord had his hand on it and there was fruit there and there was life and it was amazing. But all of a sudden he's showing up and he says, not no more. I want to take you to another place. And it's like, but God, that's that's where the supply was. That's where I saw fruit. That's where I saw victory. That's where I saw things happening. And God says, you need to move from this place because there's more that I have for you. But for some of you, there's other things where the Lord says, I, I want to cut this part off. I don't want this happening in your life anymore. I don't want you doing this. I, I don't, this is causing danger to you. You need to let this go. Come up out. Hear the Lord say that to you. Come up out. Because look at this. Right after, he says, he commands them to come up out. And so Joshua... Verse 17, so Joshua gave the command that the Lord had given them to come up out. And as soon as, verse 18, as soon as the priests carrying the ark of the Lord came up out of the riverbed. Did you see that? The Lord gave the command and then Joshua shows up and says, okay, this is what the Lord is commanding. And as soon as the priests came up out, look what happens. As soon as they came up out of the water of the Jordan, excuse me, I missed that. As soon as the priests carrying the Ark of the Lord's Covenant came up out of the riverbed and their feet were on high ground, the waters of the Jordan returned and overflowed its banks as before. So as soon as there was a suddenly that took place and their feet came up on higher ground, that the Lord is wanting to take you from glory to glory. That he's want to, wanting to show you new things and new ways. There's glory to glory, glory to glory, but often in between that place is where the stretching takes place, is where the having to get rid of things takes place is with the letting go of some things. As soon as their feet were on higher ground, 
Verse 19, the people crossed the Jordan on the 10th day of the first month. And then they camped in Gilgal, just east of Jericho. It was there at Gilgal that Joshua piled up the 12 stones taken from the Jordan River. Then Joshua said to the Israelites, here it is again, in the future, your children ask, what do these stones mean? And then you can tell them, this is where the Israelites crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the river right before your eyes, and he kept it dry until you were all across. And he kept it dry until you were all across. Just as he did at the Red Sea when he dried it up and we had all crossed over. The Lord is so faithful that he shows he shows himself strong, he shows himself mighty, he shows himself powerful to every generation. And this is that this is that moment. Don't give up in this space where it feels like I don't think that I can go on anymore. You are in the middle of a miracle. You are in the middle of a miracle. You may not be able to see it, but the Lord is, is taking you from one place to the next. The shift that's taking place isn't ever easy. But hear the Lord this morning, come up out. Come up out. And this is how it ends, verse 24. He did this. Who did this? The Lord did this. So that all the nations of the earth might know the Lord's hand is powerful. And so you might fear the Lord your God forever. Think about that. The Lord did this. The crossing over, the having to look at him in these moments, he did this. The I'm not understanding why. I don't understand what's going on, God. I'm not getting this. He did this so that you would fear the Lord forever. And th this, is, this is the moments that we're in right now. I, it's not that we're walking into it. We're in it right now. We're walking in a place of the fear of the Lord. That we would stand in awe of him, but then also recognize that I'm, I need your every word. I need to follow your every direction because I can't see my way out of this. So many times I've been, I've been thinking of that verse in Psalms where it says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You know, we picture those places and I picture darkness. I, I, I picture it myself that I'm walking through it and I can't see where I'm going. I don't have any clue. 
that I, at the beginning of it, you're at meadows and green pastures. He's restoring your soul. But suddenly there's a, there's a shift that takes place in it. And now you've got to go through some things. And, and in the middle of going through it, I can't see my way out. That's how I read it. But as I'm going through it, there's your rod and then there's your staff and that it's comforting me. His rod and his staff is not only your protection, but it is your direction as well. And as you're walking through these times, as we're doing this shift, you need his protection and you need his direction, but his direction is your protection. And so we walk through it in these moments, but I need his direction and seeking and knowing that you need the direction of the Lord is the fear of God that I cannot do this without you. I cannot do this without your hand on my life. I cannot do this without you walking beside me. I need you. And there are times where we We get off course when things are going good. When things start to go easy for us. Oftentimes we stop seeking the Lord like we should. And we start making decisions without consulting Him. And choices and sometimes we become arrogant in in the things that we do. And the Lord will course correct you in that. That, hey, get back on track. You need to be seeking me about this. Because his ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. He knows more than us, guys. (laughs) And so... He says, he does this so that you will fear the Lord your God forever. That I walked through some things. I built a memorial. I I started to worship him. I sought him. I followed his I followed his instructions. Because in the place that he was taking me to, into the things that he would have for me, in the place of prospering, in the place of purpose, in the place where he would have me, I'm going to have to follow him very closely with his instruction. I'm just going to read this in the in the message bible. It's the same verse, but I I like what it said. Yes, God your God dried up the Jordan waters for you until you had crossed, just as God your God did in the Red Sea. It says that that says he's faithful in every generation just as he did it back then, he'll do it now. Just as you heard the stories of old and you heard people tell amazing stories and you're like, wow, that's so cool. Same God. Which he dried up before us until we had crossed. This was so that everybody on earth would recognize how strong God's rescuing hand is. 
and so that you would hold God in solemn reverence always. So that you would hold him in solemn reverence always. We are in days of awe. Days of beholding and learning who he is in his majesty and in the fear of the Lord. Thank you, Father God. So Father, I pray today God, that where you are shifting us into, new, into a new season, into a new way of doing things, into newness. God, that as you're preparing our hearts, that there would be a letting go. A letting go of what was. Even in the places, Father, where we saw your goodness and we saw your hand and we saw you move and we stood in awe. But we wouldn't hold on to just what was, God, but that we would take a step and embrace the new things that you would do. The new places that you would call us. And we wouldn't forget the things that you've done, God. But that we would make that shift into what you are doing and where you are moving. And like it said in Joshua 3, we're following after the presence of God. And Father, for those that in the place of the crossing are feeling like I can't take one more step. I thank you for ministering angels. To encamp about them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Father, for strength right now. For vitality. I thank you, Jesus. That we would hear the words, come up out, and Father, we are listening. as you take us from glory to glory. Letting go of what was and pressing on to what is. And I just pray over 
those where the enemy has been tormenting and endeavoring to steal their finish line, to, to get them to stop moving forward, to give up, to let go. I declare over them that you will finish and you will finish well. You will finish strong. You will finish the purposes and the callings that God has on your life. You will not give up. And I speak to those lies where the enemy has said that you are too old and you are finished already and there is no more purpose left on your life. I just say in the name of Jesus, I tear down every lie that, that has spoken those things, every place where it's planted itself in your heart and, and tried to take seed. We uproot that in the name of Jesus. If you are here, you're not finished yet. And I declare that over you in Jesus' name. You're not finished. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sean? For more information about Embassy Church, visit our website at embassychurch.ca.